this is Sharice Johnson Moore here, and today it is time for Think About It Sunday. Topic today is, what are we doing to help our young people? You know, we see so many young people just doing, 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 and doing things that uh, we know that are not good for them. But do we even ask ourselves, how can I help this young person to live a better and easier life? So, I decided to delve into this topic. Because as a child, as a child, when I was a child, my grandparents kept me in the house all the time. They wanted me to study. Yes, that's good. But sometimes children need Outlets, thing, other things to do besides band, dance, uh, other activities, sports, things like that. Sometimes they need their parents to just hang with them, just talk to them, you know. And and then you know you could might, you know, depends on what age they are. You might can start getting them to help you with bringing out checks, you know, checks in the house, checks for the bills. Um, show you how show them how to budget their money because I've noticed a lot of young people do not have the concept about having good credit. Okay, and they think money is something to pluck off a tree and you can go spend it. But the older we get, the more we learn that's not the case. So, what are we doing to help our young people? Are we trying to employ them? Uh, we have if we're entrepreneurs. You might want to take take a child under your wing that you know that you know that you see potential in them and you invest in them, right? And share your knowledge. Or you can even help them. Do you realize how many children do not know how to fill out a job application? Okay, nonetheless, they can go on these computers and find all kind of video games, find all kind of stuff they shouldn't be watching, things like that. But have you ever taken out the time to show them how to fill out a job application, whether it be on the internet or it be in paper form, okay? So, we need to help our children every day. Help them every day. Make time for them. Because when they are left alone, like I say, I don't mind, it's the devil's workshop. So we don't want the devil to take over our children. We got to find ways to incorporate how we can help our young people so they don't get shot, stabbed, killed, hanging with the wrong crowd, or just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or You know how it is. You know how we hear all these stories, okay? So I wanted to give you some little advice. You know, like my Grandma Lena. I'll give you some of my Grandma Lena phrases. Okay, so I just want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast. If you, um, I, I would say if you, you know, want to see the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, Sharice Johnson Moore, and you can pull up all of my videos pertaining to the topics I talk about on my podcast. See, because then I know. If you, you know, you can't watch TV all the time. So that's why I made, I mean, you, you can't drive 
and watch TV. You, you know, you might be at home cooking the meal and you, you can't watch the, the video, so you can always get it on the podcast. Okay? So sit back, relax, and enjoy this topic for today. Think about it Sunday. What are we doing to help our children? Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing? Hello, Sharice Johnson-Moore here for another segment of Think About It Thursday. Think about it Sunday. Be still. Be still. Don't move. Hello? That's my son in the background. Um, I just wanted to uh, ask this question. This question is, what are you doing to help our young people? You as a person, as an individual, what are you doing to help our young people? That's our topic for the day. I'll think about it Sunday. Sorry, I'm used to doing this on Thursday. My bad. Um, and the thing is, is that sometimes we're so busy critiquing young folks. We're so we're so busy critiquing them and telling them what they're doing wrong and they they shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be doing that. Okay. What are we doing for our young people? Like, we have all these businesses, right? We have these businesses. And we know these young people are out of school or they have graduated and they've come back home for the summer or some have not deci- have decided to stay home because of the COVID-19 stuff, right? So what are we doing for our young people, per se, as like, are we helping them get jobs are we helping them? Are we mentoring them? Are we trying to lead them in the right direction? Are we even asking them, what do you want to do with yourself? Where do you see yourself in 5, 10, or 20 years? Okay? Because I've asked, asked my kids that. And I wanted, to, I wanted to make them think. I wanted to make them think about their life. And does it, I mean... Because the situation it is, it's the situation we're in with this Black Lives Matter and things like that. A lot of them are losing hope that they even have a future because there are so many other dynamics that have their minds at distractions and that they don't um, really have the time or the fortitude to even think about a future, you know, and sometimes that's da- that, that is daunting on them. So my thing to all adults that have teenage children or young adult children, Ask them, what do you see, where do you see yourself in 5, 10, 20 years? As far as taking care of yourself, being self-sufficient, and, you know, do, you know, some some of them don't even think they have a future. You know, my son told me one time that um, he felt like whenever he walks out this door, he feels like he, he might end up killed or murdered. And that was kind of like a eye opener for me because I never thought of it like I, I kind of worry about him when he left the house but now since they have this thing going on where they're just like actually like just randomly you randomly they just killing folks and it's like you don't know whether to let the child leave the house or not you know and 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 sometimes the kids can get overwhelmed and they, they 
they become untrust they become untrust they they do not trust very easily other people that come around them they're very closed mouth they're very you know they're very uh they they have doubts with uh, uh, other adults because adults sometimes have they have have relationship with adults that have let them down in their life and it's very hard for them to get someone to to come in and really like you know deal with other people you know per se so and it doesn't make it easy for them when it comes to having relationship with adults older people because they feel like they have trust issues when i say this trust issues and trust issues are very important when it comes to young adults. Says, what are you doing to help our young people? You know, um, let them. I've, I've, you know, I, I've, you know, my my son has also. He let me know he wanted to open a car wash business. You know, and I told him I said, well, okay. Um, let's start off with making a plan about that. And I said, well, we'll get the supplies. And he was like, where am I going to wash cars at? I said, well, you can wash cars out front. You know, I, I, get, I tried to give him as much advice as I could. You know, I said, well, if you had that idea, go with it. You know, you know, we'll buy the supplies, we'll buy the brushes, we'll buy the stuff. It's, good. it's one of those rainy days here, so I'm very sleepy. So, excuse me. And when a when a person had when young adults come to you with ideas, try to keep their ideas in the perspective of let's put this in the plan, put a plan together and write it down and make it plain, okay? And you know we go with that, and we you know if it spins off into something else, it spins off into something else. But take it one step at a time, and you have to do it according to the way you wrote it down, because if you jump and skip and steps, it's not going to work, you're going to have to come back and do this, and, and, because I've, you know, I've explained that to them when I started my business, I jumped a couple of steps, but I ain't not had to go back to do these steps, because I decided to skip them, and then realize how important it was until later on down the road, so, my thing is, start mentoring, Mentoring, that could be something we could do. Sit down, start a group. Hello, 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 hello. Rejoice. Hi, Pastor. How are you doing today? And the thing is, mentoring the children. Mentor. You know, sit down, have a meeting with them. I want to gather all the kids on this day, such and such day, and we're going to have a big, you know, might have something to eat for the kids at church or, or somebody's house or at the park or something. And we just have a function for the kids where they can come out and enjoy. And then it comes down to where we're gonna sit and have a conversation, and we're gonna we're gonna let you express your feelings about certain things. Because when they're allowed to express their feelings about certain things, they do not feel overwhelmed. They feel like you care when you listen to them. And when you listen to them, it is very important that you take in and you take notes. Excuse me. Oh. So sorry. I've been dealing with this sleep, sleep, this sleep all day. Cause it's raining here, and it's one of those days you want to stay in bed, but you don't. Um, and the thing is, is when children, uh, the uh, the adults take into consideration the young adults and the teenagers and young adults and 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 the, the, the young adult. I'm gonna say adults younger than 30. 
they kind of feel like you respect what you what they're saying. So you may want to have a meeting. You may want to have a one on one with them. You may want to have a like you know a group of kids like when you start off with five or six and you have a meeting and you know not just bring them to church just to sit them in a class and then you know just sit them in a the class and they learn about God okay there's other aspects of life that these children are dealing with that we have no we when we were younger we didn't have I didn't I didn't have to worry about somebody coming along and shooting me I didn't have to worry about some of the police pull well I didn't but it is it happened to people but it has increased in years where they pulling over people in cars and they turn around and they're doing uh random searches, beating people up, handcuffing them and then the person end up dead, okay? So that is what the fear is that's out here in this world for these young folks. You run down the street, they say they got tail light out and then it, for you know it is something totally different situation. And I, like I said, I went to a Patrick, stop it. Patrick. Come on, man, stop. I went to my <laughs> I went to a funeral one day. I went to a funeral Friday and the person was like 19, 20 years old. And that kind of put an effect on me where I didn't understand. I said, well, this person was young. And I wonder what that person, you know, what they were doing, how they were doing, you know, to, you know, to end up in a situation where they where they're, they're passed away. And it dawned on me, I said, I have to deal with this situation when it comes to my boys. And the thing is, is that sometimes we have to, you know, think about where their mind's at, where they're coming from, what they're going through. So mentoring comes in all capacities like take the kids to the park you know you, you know i know this kobe stuff is doing you know uh, take them to uh, you know what they call it uh bob and dave or dave and bobs or something like that anyway so and you know and, and do things with them that's constructive that's conducive to their time that that gives their mind time to relax and have fun and, you know, and, and give them an aspect of thinking about where they want to be in the next 5, 10, or 20 years. So, like I said, I wasn't going to be up here long. <clears throat> my son is with me today. My son, my youngest son, Patrick, is with me today. And he wanted to come spend time with his mommy. So, I'm going to go and spend time with my son. And I will talk to y'all later because this is my mentoring. This is my my part of my life that it is a must that I I be there for my kids. You know, I I, I made it a, I made it a solemn solemn promise to my grandma when she died to always be there for the kids. So I love y'all. I want y'all to go and find somebody to mentor, find somebody to be in their corner, support them financially, mentally, emotionally, if they need, you know, you know, some of these kids are dealing with a lot of stuff emotionally and they might be the therapy, you know, you might want to have a counselor come in or somebody come in and sit down and talk to the kids. That's a therapist, a psychiatrist or, or psychotherapist, whoever, you know, come in and talk to the kids and find out where their mind's at because kids hold so much stuff in that they do not let stuff out. When they hold stuff in, it destroys them mentally. 
It destroys them mentally because it keeps them thinking about the stuff over and over and over again. And it destroys them to be stable, independent, productive, productive adults. So, um, you know, or they fight it so meant they fight it at a so bigger pace that it drains them over a period of time when they hold stuff in and they like, okay, I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm gonna keep going and and I'm not gonna worry about it and things not bothering me, but things are really bothering them on the inside. We need to sit down and talk to our young folks. You know, after that that little that 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 death that I that feeling on with you Friday, it kind of hit me in the gut. It hit me really in the gut about this young man. He wasn't about 19 years old, just graduated high school, and now he's passed on. And that's like, and here in Uniontown, this is where I'm in Uniontown. In Uniontown, it seems like it has been an increase in this kind of activity. There's black on black crime, white on white crime, white on black crime. It, it just, everybody is, it's like, how can I say it? It's become so bad here that I'm afraid for my son to go out. Because every week is somebody dying here, somebody shot, somebody killed, somebody OD, somebody does this, so, and it's always it's something here, and it's like, when is this gonna stop? Like, when is this gonna like really like somebody wake up and grab these kids, grab them, and say, look, you know, all right, <clears throat> like we got all the contractors, they do work, right? I would think, okay, you know, I, I'm really thinking about talking to contractors and going out and asking them, are you hiring young people? Are you doing work with young people? Are you going to mentor young folks? Because these young people need to learn a trade or something, you know, where they can stay and they can be stable and they have employment, you know, and, you know, because the thing is that sometimes we let our children run. We let them run and do what they want because we parents and we doing what we want. We we out here having a good time and then all of a sudden somebody come not with that okay. And today I had an experience that I don't want I I I didn't like the experience. And some of my experience where the police came knocking on my door and I was thinking the worst. And it wasn't the worst. They were bringing my child to me. They wasn't coming to tell me my child was dead because that's what I was. I don't want to ever hear that, that I'm sitting at home and I'm, I'm sitting at home and then somebody has to come to my door and tell me my child is dead or somebody killed him or somebody shot my child. And that was my worst fear when I saw the policeman come up to my door today. But I had prayed to God. I said, look, God, just bring him to me. Just bring him, bring him to me. And I asked him that yesterday, and God answered my prayers, and I thank the Lord for that. Thank you, Jesus. And the thing is, I was so glad that the police was bringing him to my house instead of coming to my door to tell me that my child was dead. So that was my relief for the day, and it made me so happy, and I'm so joyous. And anyway, I know some people didn't want to hear that story, but that's how us mothers feel when it's about our kids doing and, and coming and going. We don't know what's going to happen to them when they leave the house. We don't know where they're, we don't, we know their friends, we know where they go, but then we don't know everything about where they go and what they do. But my thing is, is that we just pray that God keeps a hedge of protection over our children, that he keeps them in perfect peace. And when he, when, you know, Satan is set upon your child, you have to uh, get the monster praying.
And sometimes that might be help from a psychiatrist. Sometimes it's help from a therapist. Sometimes that is, you know, they say don't be putting the kids on medication and all this other stuff, okay? But sometimes children are into born into an anxious and anxiety atmosphere and they need the meds because their minds are going 100 miles per hour and they can't stop and they can't sit still and they're, and they're just running and they don't know, you know, how life is sometimes. And, and, and the thing is, is they're vicarious. And they're vicarious. They are so much in a, in a mind spin or whirlwind that they don't know how to slow down. They might need meds. You know, kid, children might need meds, so I don't mind the meds because I know I needed meds because I was running around here like a cat, uh, you know, cat chasing tail, cat chasing her tail, and just was, you know, my I was so filled with so much stuff and I was filled with so much anxiety that yes, I do take meds for anxiety and depression. So I'm not knocking nobody got to take some medication, okay? But when it comes to your children, make sure that they are mentored, they are helped, and they are loved. Because some children feel they have been neglected and nobody's in their corner and they feel alone. And that's why sometimes they end up with those mental issues because they feel like nobody's there for them. So I'm just saying, what are you doing to help our young people? What are we doing to help our young people? That's the question for the day. I pose to you. So, I want to let y'all go because I got companies. Okay, my son is here and I'm spending time with my, my son today. I love y'all and I will talk to y'all later and y'all have a nice day. Bye, babies. I hope to have Arthur's Extra Sunday at 6. Okay, I will try to have it. If I don't have it on a video, I will. I will make sure I have it on my podcast, okay? That is the other, see, that's the other thing where if you got a podcast, you got a video blog, or whatever, you could do, you could do one or the other. So, I think I will let you know what happens with that, okay? I love y'all, and I'll see y'all later, okay? Bye, babies. Are you looking to expand your audience for your ministry? We'll broadcast with the Everlasting Word Broadcasting Network. We are here to bring the Word of God to the masses, and we would love to help you. like to advertise your business on my podcast I have several slots open so you can get in contact with me through my email address which is I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and you can reach out to me through my Facebook page which is ShariceJohnsonMoore2 and you can reach out to me through my 
um, through my other other avenues of contact, which is WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Thank you, and I will be glad to have you as a sponsor for my program. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Sharice Johnson Moore here, and today it is time for Think About It Sunday. Topic today is what are we doing to help our young people? You know, we see so many young people just doing, 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 and doing things that uh, we know that are not good for them. But do we even ask ourselves, how can I help this young person? to live a better and easier life. So, I decided to delve into this topic because as a child, as a child, when I was a child, my grandparents kept me in the house all the time. They wanted me to study, yes. That's good, but sometimes children need outlets, thing, other things to do besides band, dance, uh, other activities, sports, things like that. Sometimes they need their parents to just hang with them, just talk to them, you know, and and then, you know, you can might, you know, depends on what age they are, you might can start getting them to help you with bringing out checks, you know, checks in the house, checks for the bills, um, show you how show them how to budget their money because I've noticed a lot of young people do not have the concept about having good credit. Okay, and they think money is something to pluck off a tree and you can go spend it. But the older we get, the more we learn that's not the case. So, what are we doing to help our young people? Are we trying to employ them? Uh, we have, if we're entrepreneurs, you might want to take take a child under your wing that you know that you know that you see potential in them and you invest in them, right? And share your knowledge, or you can even help them. Do you realize how many children do not know how to fill out a job application? Okay, nonetheless, they can go on these computers and find all kind of video games, find all kind of stuff they shouldn't be watching, things like that. But have you ever taken out the time to show them how to fill out a job application, whether it be on the internet or it be in paper form, okay? So, we need to help our children every day. Help them every day. Make time for them. Because when they are left alone, say, out of mind is the devil's workshop. So we don't want the devil to take over our children. We got to find ways to incorporate how we can help our young people so they don't get shot, stabbed, killed, hanging with the wrong crowd, or just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or You know how it is. You know how we hear all these stories, okay? So I wanted to give you some little advice. You know, like my Grandma Lena. I'll give you some of my Grandma Lena phrases. Okay? So, 
just want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast. If you, um, I, I would say if you, you know, want to see the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, Sharice Johnson Moore, and you can pull up all of my videos pertaining to the topics I talk about on my podcast. See, because then I know if you, you know, you can't watch TV all the time. So that's why I made, I mean, you, you can't drive and watch TV. You, you know, you might be at home cooking the meal and you, you can't watch the, the video. So you can always get it on the podcast. Okay. So sit back, relax and enjoy this topic for the day. Think about it Sunday. What are we doing to help our children? <laughs>